The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to an all new season of the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. This season, we dive into some of the greatest solved and unsolved heists in history. This week, we dive in to the unsolved heist of D.B. Cooper. Join us on the True Crab Never Sleeps podcast. Welcome to an all-new season of True Crime Never Sleeps. On this season, we dive deep into some of the most infamous solved and unsolved heists in history. From D.B. Cooper to the Geezer Bandit. Tune in on YouTube or any major podcast platform. This all-new season of the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to want to check out poddex.com and use the code LARRY21 for 10% off your first order. The link will be in the show notes. Now let's get into it. On Wednesday, November 24th, 1971, a man under the name of Dan Cooper bought a one-way ticket from Northwest Orient Airlines for flight 305 that flew from Portland, Oregon to Seattle, Washington. Cooper was described to be in his mid-40s, wearing a business suit, overcoat, white shirt, brown shoes, and a black tie. He carried a briefcase and a paper bag. Before the plane took off, Cooper ordered a bourbon and soda. Around 3 p.m. after the plane had taken off, Cooper handed the stewardess a note. However, when she put it in her pocket, Cooper threatened, quote, Miss, you better look at that note. I have a bomb. He asked her to sit next to him, and when she did so, he opened his briefcase to show what appeared to be an array of wires and dynamite. Cooper then asked her to write down what he was saying and take it to the captain. The transcription read, I want $200,000 by 5 p.m. in cash. Put in a knapsack. I want two back parachutes and two front parachutes. When we land, I want a fuel check ready to refuel. No funny stuff or I'll do the job. 
Cooper also asked for the money to be only in $20 bills. When the flight landed in Seattle, Cooper exchanged the 36 passengers on the plane for money and parachutes and directed the pilot and some of the crew members to stay on the plane and fly to Mexico City, staying below 10,000 feet. William Scott, the pilot, told officials that he himself had chosen the route, not Cooper. As the flight progressed, Cooper put on a pair of dark wraparound sunglasses, which would later be featured in his composite sketch. Somewhere between Seattle and Reno, Cooper jumped out of the rear doors of the plane with two of the requested parachutes and the money. He was never seen again. After jumping, the plane safe, after jumping, the plane safely landed. Staff were questioned, and the plane was searched for evidence. The FBI found that since Cooper left his black clip on tie on the plane, they were able to procure a DNA sample from it, and then launched the case known as Norjack, Northwest Hijacking. More than 800 suspects were considered in the first five years, but were eventually narrowed down to 24. Flight attendants Tina Mucklow and Florence Schaffner spent an extended amount of time with Cooper and were subsequently interviewed by the FBI. They both remembered that Cooper was 5'10 to 6 feet tall, 170 to 180 pounds, and had brown eyes. Other staff members noticed that his voice was low, spoke with no particular accent, and had a highly intelligent vocabulary. The FBI made the serial numbers of the $20 bills public in an effort to find the money, but were unsuccessful until 1980 when a young boy found a rotting package filled with $5,800 worth of $20 bills. The package was found at Tina Bar in Vancouver, Washington, where he was making a campfire with his father. The $20 bill serial numbers all matched the ones put out by the FBI. From this discovery, it was generally thought that when Cooper jumped out, the money fell into the Washagool River, making its way to Tina Bar. In 1972, letters were sent to the New York Times, the Washington Times, LA Times, and the Seattle Times, either confessing to the crime, eulogizing a recently deceased D.B. Cooper, or claiming to be his brother. However, most of these are thought to be fake. In November of the same year, Donald Murphy and William Lewis were taken into federal custody on charges of extortion and impersonating Cooper to write his tell-all story and sell it to tabloids. Something to consider is that the initials D.B. are not actually relevant to the case. The hijacker was referred to as Dan Cooper until reportedly a wire service made a mistake and referred to him as D.B. instead of Dan. Although Cooper was originally charged with air piracy, it was later changed to avoid the five-year statute of limitations, which would mean that five years after Norjack, he could not be charged. A grand jury then indicted Cooper for violating the Hobbs Act, a federal statute designed to prevent extortion, which had no statute of limitations. This meant that no matter when Cooper was found, even if the FBI investigation had been closed, he could still be charged. Richard McCoy, Dwayne Weber, and Kenneth Christensen were all suspected, along with others, to be D.B. Cooper. McCoy was suspected for similarities in his heist to Cooper's, Cooper's Weber for his deathbed confessions and claims made by his wife, and Christensen for his deathbed confession and connections to Northwest Orient Airlines. Richard McCoy died on November 9th, 1974, due to a shootout with FBI agents in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Kenneth Christensen died in 94, and Dwayne Weber later died in 1995. The case was finally closed in 2016, but the FBI is still willing to listen to any possible leads. And now, 
Oh, excuse me. Now we're going to look into some theories that exist. The first one, Richard Floyd McCoy was D.B. Cooper. The theory is popularized by Russell Calame, former FBI agent, and Bernie Rhodes, a former probation officer. Five months after Nordjack in April 1972, McCoy was arrested for hijacking an airplane. In a similar fashion to Cooper's, both men were calm throughout the heist, passed a note to the steward about the bomb on board, both containing the phrase, no funny stuff, and requesting four parachutes and parachuted out the rear of Boeing 727. Both heists occurred while Brigham Young University was on break, where McCoy was a student. According to Calame and Rhodes, members of McCoy's family identified an object left on the plane by Cooper, although the object was never publicly identified. Although believed by some to be BYU University medallion, the claim has never been verified. However, the FBI eventually ruled out McCoy because he did not fit the description provided by the flight attendants. Additionally, according to FBI archives, McCoy was home with his family the day after the heist for Thanksgiving dinner. Dwayne Weber was D.B. Cooper. This theory was actually made public by his wife, Joe Weber. Joe Weber claimed that on Dwayne's deathbed, he pulled her close and said, I have a secret to tell you. I'm Dan Cooper. After learning this, Joe apparently revisited clues in Weber's life. Joe also claimed that Weber would have nightmares and would sleep talk about leaving fingerprints on a plane. He had also apparently taken her to Tina Bar, where the money had eventually been found. Ralph Himmelsbach, a former FBI agent, professed that Weber does fit the physical description, does fit the criminal background, but did not believe Weber was Cooper. Kenneth Christensen was D.B. Cooper. This theory was purported by his brother Lyle Christensen and supported by author Geoffrey Gray. And this is also a theory that I strongly believe in after watching... Uh, what was it? The History Channel's decoded uh, D.B. Cooper. Lionel Christensen, brother Kenneth, came up with this theory after watching an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Lionel was convinced Christensen was Cooper and even cited a deathbed confession from him that stated, There is something you should know, but I cannot tell you. First of all, Christensen was a flight purser or a head flight attendant for Northwest Orient Airlines. He loved bourbon and bought a house shortly after the hijacking. When Gray showed a picture of Christensen to a flight attendant that had interacted with Cooper, she agreed that it was the closest match out of all the suspects presented, but she couldn't say yes. However, the FBI later debunked Christensen on the basis he did not fit the description and that Christensen was a paratrooper. The FBI believed that Cooper was not a skilled jumper. And probably one of the more well-known theories is that D.B. Cooper did not survive the fall from the plane. This theory is widely believed by many, including uh, FBI Special Agent Larry Carr. Larry Carr took over the case in 2007 and had said this about Cooper's uh, flying skills. Quote, we originally thought Cooper was an experienced jumper, perhaps even a paratrooper. We concluded after a few years this was simply not true. This was backed up by the finding that only one of Cooper's parachutes was a functioning chute. The other was a training chute that could not be opened, and the functional one was a military chute that could not be steered. 
you know, weather conditions were also inadvisable for jumping. Carr said that no experienced parachutist would have jumped in the pitch black night in the rain with a 200 mile an hour wind in his face, wearing loafers and a trench coat. Cooper also jumped over a wooded area with no visibility to the ground below, as there was a cloud cover at 500 feet. However, Cooper's body and parachute have never been found. Another strong theory is D.B. Cooper worked as an employee at Boeing. Therefore, skyjacking was an inside job. This theory is also widely believed, especially by the online organization Citizen Sleuths. The Citizen Sleuths discovered cerium, strontium sulfide, and pure titanium particles on Cooper's tie through the use of an electron microscope. Tom Kay, the lead Citizen Sleuth, noted that, quote, These are what they call rare earth elements. They are used in very narrow fields for very specific things. Although these elements were rare during 1971, they were being utilized at Boeing in the creation of an advanced supersonic transport plane. Cooper had worked at Boeing at the time. It would explain the elements being on his tie. Kay added that the tie went with him into these manufacturing environments for sure. So he, is, he was not one of the people running these machines. He was either an engineer or a manager in one of the plants. Kay believes that the key to identifying Cooper is in the memory of a person in the Pacific Northwest who was involved with the aerospace industry at the time. He also at he was calling on the public to actually uh, ask that any person who fits his profile contact CitizenSleuths.com. And that is all we have for this episode of the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Let us know your thoughts on this case of the strange unsolved heist of D.B. Cooper. Do you think we'll ever find out who the real D.B. Cooper was? Do you think we'll find the rest of the money? Um... If D.B. Cooper is still alive, do you think he should be uh, held accountable for his crimes? Let us know on Twitter at TrueCrimeNS or on Instagram. And thanks for watching. Thank you for listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TrueCrimeNS. Like us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps. Send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash true crime never sleeps slash message. Tune in next week for an all new episode. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.